0: bitches and welcome to the sassy spiritual bitches podcast hello hello what is up people what is up how is the portal for everyone let us know send us your stories all that jazz how are you feeling today kayla
1: good (laughs) really good. good i've been really prioritizing my like morning rituals and you know filling up my own cup before i kind of move into the day and it has been profoundly helpful and i mean i i did that but very inconsistently and i would always pick like one thing to do like i'm going to meditate and then i would scrap everything else and now it's like fairly consistent i'll move through all the things i think i need and it feels good love it how about you how do you feel
0: good good um yeah things are moving shaking happening it's just it's good i'm excited yeah but i mean i too have been making sure to prioritize like the self-care shit right so having some fun and i pulled my car i have my routine you see i get up every morning with the dogs they they eat i make coffee we sit and cuddle and then when keith gets up they're like oh dad's up they go see him i come into my office close the door and just do some cards, some journaling, and just sit by myself, see any messages that come in, like, every morning. And it's lovely. Oh, that's so nice. That's my favorite part of the day, From being
1: honest. Yeah, that sounds quite nice.
0: It wasn't always like that, though. Like, it wasn't, it, it took a long time to, um let's put it this way, give myself permission to prioritize myself in that way. Mm -hmm. Because there was a time when it was like, that's not acceptable. That would be a waste of time. You know, you should be doing X, Y, or Z or, you know what I mean? Like there was just this. And if I did let's say randomly do that then it was like oh you didn't do this and you didn't do that and you wasted your time and blah 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 and it was I was very very critical Mm -hmm. I was horrible like I think back to and I still get moments of this but not nearly as bad but like uh, if I treated myself like if I treated somebody else like I treated myself, like I would be put in jail. Like I swear to God, like I just kick the shit out of myself or used to a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that was me too. And I still kind of play that game every once in a while, but it's not necessary. it's more like a time thing. Like, it's like, I feel guilty for spending time on myself sometimes. It's just like, I got a real intense guilt game going on these days but I think it's coming up to leave so like, yes. <laughs> process through some of this shit and we'll be good but at least my morning routines are like smoothing
0: out love it love it yeah there's just something about I don't know what do you think is easier do you think it's easier to forgive yourself for something or do you think it's easier to forgive somebody else
1: I'm a Virgo moon. Of course, it's easier for me to forgive someone else, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, I would actually say I am really good at forgiving, but I don't necessarily forget. Like, I just will have you like kind of flag, be like, "Kate hey, just careful with that person, you know? But, but I don't think that's
0: bad. No, I don't think so either. I think that's part of, in a way, it's kind of a part of sen- setting boundaries. Mm-hmm you know of that okay we know your behaviors I'll have to be extra careful with mine
1: yeah and it's not to say that you can't outgrow those behaviors or evolve I'm not going to hold you to that standard forever but I'm not just going to go in blind either like
0: right I just I think that's smart
1: mm -hmm. yeah you know but myself probably don't forgive probably don't forget (laughs) very easily (laughs)
0: Ain't that the truth? Hey, fuck. Mm -hmm.
1: Would you agree with that statement? It's easier to forgive another than oneself.
0: Yes. Yeah. And then, and then, because of my poor little Aquarius moon, add on the added layer of why should I even have to forgive myself? Why would this even be a thing? And then I have a little rebellion about, you know, being the way I am. Oh my god, I shouldn't even have to you know be like this and then yeah it's a problem but whatever oh my god that's so funny <laughs> that is so funny yeah
1: I feel my coping strategy is let's not forgive and let's not forget and let's just pretend we we're not going to address any of this let's just go back to work like that's when my Capricorn yeah. comes in and it's like yeah fuck all of this is nonsense and a waste of time let's just work harder
0: yeah yeah and then yeah i was a lot of like i was the same way work 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 until you drop dead essentially and Mm -hmm. then like oh give all your you know attention and compassion and everything to other people and do everything for everybody else Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you don't really feel like it it doesn't matter you know it's just what you do it's expected yeah and i'm like uh fine yeah. Uh man, you look back to where you've come from. And I'm like, how was I ever like that? You know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of was- cringy, yeah. I was like it for so long though. It's so weird. <laughs> it's, just, it's uncomfortable almost to think about. Mm-hmm. What is the trait within you that
1: you are the most happy that you've like put behind you or like let go of? Like what
0: is something you're just like, thank fuck I don't do that anymore. Oh, you know, my mantra, fuck expectation. I don't do anything out of expectation or obligation anymore. Good for you. I, you know, like I've kicked any fear related to the two, to the curb. And no like I've set some hard boundaries and the thing about boundaries my friends, is when you haven't ever set them in your life and you start to set them it feels like you're going crazy everyone of course they're used to you not having them so they have to adjust but they make you feel like you're crazy mm-hmm. and the hardest thing to do is to fucking stick to it Mm-hmm. And they'll say things like, I don't know, what happened to you? Or who do you think you are? Or what's this about? Or what are you, you know, oh, are you trying to get attention? You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of, do you think you're better than me? Like, there's a lot of those comments Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, yeah, you kind of got to address them and be like, do I think that? No. No, 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 you know, you gotta go mm-hmm. through this, like really random, just, I don't know, transformation, but it's so, God, it's so hard, but then you got to, I think the harder part than setting the boundary was taking responsibility for the fact I never had them before. Right. Like that's on me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a hard pill to swallow. Yep. You know, where it's like, oh, fuck, this really is, like, I got myself here. Jesus, fuck. hmm And then having to deal with that fallout. <sighs> yep. Ugh, and then you kind of have that whole you get through it and then you're like why didn't I do this before Mm -hmm. you know what was preventing me and then you get the whole and I fell down the ego and fear rabbit hole and then I realized a lot of things (laughs) a lot of things and then I was like oh shit all righty no more of that then thank you very much (laughs) Mm -hmm. like fuck Mm -hmm, mm yeah yeah I think the hardest person to forgive is definitely yourself. Oh yeah. For sure. Ugh. I feel
1: like my story is not that different. I feel like the the thing and I haven't quite completely let it go, but it's like it's um, an umbrella that I have that it's like I've let go of parts of the umbrella, but then it's like I keep uncovering new parts. And it's definitely like people pleasing. Mm. But I've let go of the people pleasing when it comes to like how people like think of me like oh you know Kayla's mean or whatever but I have not let go of the people pleasing to keep other people like more comfortable you Mm -hmm. know like I don't want my presence to make them uncomfortable I don't care what they think of me but I don't want to be the bearer of pain or discomfort by being myself so I still kind of like withhold or like mute pieces of it it's like, for some reason, it's okay for me to stab my own self in the heart, but I won't do it to other people. Like, fuck. Mm. and it's the expectation thing too, though. Right. Mm-hmm. They expect you to be this, that, or the other. And then you like uphold that because
0: it's like God, more comfortable for them. Right. Yeah. But you must care then still. I just Otherwise, don't like why to- would you, why would you bother?
1: I don't want to be the the bearer of their pain that's why I don't care what they think of me but I don't want to be the reason I don't want to be the reason that someone else is like hurting because I I feel like I'm very very sensitive to other people's pain and like it's actually uncomfortable for me to bear witness to it as well so I'm just like let's just keep everyone else comfortable (laughs) but at least it's not everyone it used to be fucking everyone Randy at least it's just like there's kind of like Two, possibly three people in my life that I still do this for, and I just gotta cut those fucking cords. (laughs) Yeah, you'll get there. That's exhausting. It's exhausting. So exhausting. Yes. But we're working on it. I'm actually taking like real steps instead of just hoping things go away on their own.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. It's needed, but yeah, sometimes you just need a little help, right? yeah (laughs) or you know you get like forced help on you and then it does more harm than good and then you end up in worse than where you were Mm -hmm. which was my story yeah
1: what what do you mean by that like
0: going to counseling or something Mm, I was forced into a program Mm -hmm. for mental health like through WCB And I was seeing somebody before that was actually helping me, but I wasn't allowed to see that person anymore because it would conflict and you should only have one person. And I did not click with this person. I did not feel safe at this program. I just said whatever to get the fuck out Mm -hmm. of that room because I felt worse, like scared and threatened. And then they're like, you're fine and wrote me off. And I was worse off than when I started that program. God, that's horrible. And they said, you need to go back to work now. And I really? and I was like, um, who do I talk to about seeing somebody else because I do not agree with this? And they're like, that's no, that's not a thing. And I was literally like sitting in my bathtub going, Well, I could feel this. And you know, I could just end it all right now. <laughs> like it was like way worse. Yeah. Oh man. And I, and I yelled at the guy when I left. Cause I was in such a fucking state. Um, like it was bad. And I was just, I said, I, I understand why people kill themselves. I was like, this does, this program has done nothing. I was like, your way. I was like, I said something along the lines of, I understand why people kill themselves. Cause it's easier than dealing with this bullshit. And I walked out.
1: Fuck. Good for you. And I was
0: shaking and I was sick to my stomach and I was supposed to finish the day and I just fucking up and left. And it was just like, no one listened to me. Mm-hmm. And I was just, and that speaking of forgiveness, that was very hard to release anger over. Mm-hmm like very hard i did it eventually still not sure how but it was like brutal (laughs) it was bad my god you
1: know the system is so fucked sometimes and it's like stories like that that really makes you go holy
0: shit all right yeah like i see how people fall through the cracks
1: Oh, for sure you know and it's like anyone who does care is like who actually cares is like overburdened they don't have they have compassion fatigue like they can't Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's you can't be the sole person keeping someone afloat either like my god
0: no it's a lot man there's a lot Mm -hmm. so the whole forgiveness rabbit hole Like, who do you believe forgiveness is for? Like when you forgive someone, who do you believe it's actually for? Do you think it's for them or do you think it's for you? Or do you think it's for both?
1: It's probably for the other person because it's not really going to take hold in their aura until they forgive themselves, right? Or if they think they have anything to forgive. But I think about the people I've forgiven. And it doesn't really matter because they haven't forgave themselves. So they still just feel like shit. It's like to let yourself out of the emotional tornado of whatever's going on.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think I would always do the forgiveness for me. Because yeah. anyone I've had to forgive didn't give a fuck. Right. Right you know like yeah it, or that yeah i was like i'm just torturing myself here
1: yeah exactly
0: you know this weird sort of like masochistic ego stroking victim mentality mm-hmm. you know yeah so it was like a lot of yeah and then you got to <laughs> oh, and then there's so many layers because then you got to deal with the fact of like, oh, part of me is getting off on this, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm holding on to this because on some level, I'm being fulfilled, you know. Yeah. In so yeah, that's way. true.
1: I even think about like, yeah, like even just me what I just said earlier I can't like I'm drawing a blank but I was talking about where I like yeah uphold these things for other people it's like in a weird way it's like even though I hate it and it's fucking exhausting it's like I have value there right you know it's like and you don't want to like be valueless to people that you care about right and like that's like the stories that I play like oh if I don't do this I have no value to these people and then it's like to let go of it you have to be fucking good with not having value to these people like
0: yeah like why do you need the value to people
1: exactly
0: you know there's there's a whole fuck there's a rabbit hole and a half that when you start doing this and you start kind of falling down you're like oh damn
1: you know what's the worst part about this stuff with me though it's like I see it fairly clearly like I'm like okay I see what's happening here but then to release it is another ballpark. Like, I don't know how to get into like the mud puddle and be like, no, and like go back and do that. So that's the part of my journey that like we're supplementing right now. Like need like a little bit of support to get into that like
0: yeah
1: shit and just actually like release it. I'm like, yeah, I see you, but yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do about it? I don't oh. know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or is this where you gotta dive in and start stacking the pain and being like, okay, yeah, what yeah. am I actually missing out on in life right now? Yeah. How is this really affecting me? And then you actually kind of like look at all that and you're like, oh, what have I done? <laughs> I know. Fuck. I know. God damn. It's very cathartic on the other end of it, though. But like doing it is fucking like pulling teeth. Yeah yeah Point. I know that's where I'm I'm like I'm in pulling teeth phase here Ugh. yeah I feel you oh, you know what overall I feel every, I, I feel really good I just I know there's certain things that are going to come up that I need to look at but I don't know what they are I just know I you know how you feel there's like mm, there's something that's going to come up pretty soon I don't know what it yeah. is but I feel like there's something that needs to be addressed. <laughs> I just haven't quite figured out what it is yet. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I I know. I, I'm working through some shit. I'm well aware of what I have to let go of and address. And it's just like annoying.
0: Ugh, man.
1: Oh, well. I also feel that like this stuff happens though, because... Like I, I did a whole like bunch of those body tune-ups um, through spring and into summer. And it's been crazy, like the activations that we're getting, you know, letting more light into our body, um, coming home to our awareness. Like I've even seen a couple of people that like more consciousness has dropped in. So they literally feel like new and different people. Like there's just so much going on at the light body level that like our humanness is always just playing a little bit of catch up. So if you're kind of in that state of processing, like it's really par for the course right now because we are really being activated, like at a deep cellular level. And I just always see the image of like, you know, we're moving from a more dense state, you know, like a solid, we're moving kind of slow vibrating at a lower level. And we're just going like warp speed into more like a gaseous light type of energy. So everything's moving so fucking fast. And then if you let more light in between yourselves, you're letting more space and light between yourselves. The darkness can't hide anymore. Like we have to start pulling shit out because there's no place for it to go. It's not a vibrational match. Um. So You know, we have to be okay with looking at those things, but also forgiving ourselves because when we were creating those contracts or creating those experiences, we were literally a different version of ourselves, like at cellular level, awareness level. And we can't take the awareness we have now and be like mad that we created those, co-created those agreements with people, you know, everyone always does the best with like what they have. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I tell that to my clients a lot. It's like, you know what? There's no use being upset because you didn't have the same information. Mm -hmm. You know Um, when we work on the ego, a lot comes in they'll they'll be like oh like why did I do this for so long and why you know blah 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 and it's like because you were doing the best with what you had Mm -hmm. and I think that is a big thing that a lot of I always need to remind myself on the fucking (laughs) daily it's like you did the best with what you had Mm -hmm. you know I think that's probably part of the forgiveness thing too is just remembering that oh yeah well you did the best you could with what the information you had at the time
1: yeah and even if you're forgiving another person you know likely it depends what the circumstances but if you have to forgive someone else it's like I don't think there's a ton of people out there that are super malicious but that's not always true you know their ego was just trying to protect them and they were doing Mm -hmm. the best with what they had in that altercation or interaction or friendship or whatever yeah so when you think of it that way, sometimes it's a lot easier to let go. And like my body or not my body, my mind is like very, very analytical. So like you can say sometimes those blanket statements to me and i be like, yeah, that's true. But like, sometimes it's like, for me, I want to take it one level deeper. Like what exactly were the tools I had at the time or the awareness I had at the time? And when you start thinking, well, like, you know, I was sheltered. I grew up in a family, like it was you know out of town we didn't have access to this kind of information my parents were like young parents and you're like well of course I didn't know like you know you I sometimes if you like name literally like where you came from because mm-hmm. we move so fast through our life and it can we can sometimes forget how strong we were at those points right
0: yeah so yeah exactly celebrate the wins all of the wins Gratitude plays a bigger part than I ever Mm -hmm. gave it credit for, you know, like the whole (laughs) me and my gratitude journal every morning. Um, I forgot today. I'll do it before bed, but I take my gratitude journal and I just write things that I'm grateful for. And I always, always on my list was my mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for it every single day. Because it brought me a lot of enlightenment. It brought me a lot of issues to the surface I needed to deal with. It brought a lot of self-awareness. But again, I did that myself. Mm -hmm. That was not brought in through the therapy. That was not brought in through. Like, I did that Mm -hmm. out of necessity. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm grateful for it every day.
1: Yeah. And that's actually a teaching of gratitude that I give to people in my my manifestation courses where it's mostly come up, but it's like, when you're paying gratitude to something like you should tune it into yourself first, because you are the reason that you are where you are today. And like, if we, if we don't, if we give gratitude only to external forces, like the divine or, you know, our parents or, you know, a stroke of luck, we are literally discrediting the magnitude of who we are and how we got to those junctions and how we were willing to embrace or accept that. So I always like tell people, it's like, you know, that Snoop Dogg video where he's like, he went some sort of, I want to thank me. (laughs) Thank me. I got here. And I am always like, start with that because when you're playing with the universe and manifesting, really what you're asking for is like, your soul expression and it's your divine right to experience your abundance or your best timeline or your most happiest day so it's like don't give credit away when you're paying gratitude either because you're making yourself seem small you're shrinking yourself oh the cosmos oh god oh the universe Ooh, stroke of luck oh my spirit guides and you're almost like little old me bowing at your knees like no uh-huh. <laughs> You are, we are all equal in this universe from the tiniest cell of consciousness to the ascended masters and angels and all that. We are all one. We're all exactly the same. So like, don't bow to anyone, you know, like fucking say thank you to you first, you Uh know, and that's like a really beautiful practice for gratitude because it shows the universe how like you're a big player here. You're not begging. You are like
0: creating the universe to work for you exactly commanding yes i want a shirt that just says universe i command you dot 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 yes
1: and i feel the universe like gets off on that shit like it actually loves it I know you think we have been conditioned to play small and that we are insignificant and there's always some like external authority that we have to look to but really and then we think oh my god i'm taking up space in the universe no i the fucking universe gets off on that shit it loves when you command it like command it away
0: it's like sexy as shit you know yeah like, that's okay so think of it in logical terms you're walking into a i don't know a bar or wherever doesn't matter and who do you get drawn to the wallflower hiding there going oh hi my name is <laughs> or the one who's like over in the corner being flashy and cocky and like not giving a fuck
1: it's actually crazy okay I do this thing when I go out because I have social anxiety sometimes then I've done it for a while it's not all the time but like sometimes I can be really like timid or observant I just want to like get my eyes on the room and like I'll kind of be the wallflower yeah get treated like a wallflower and then every once in a while I'll just give myself this pep talk like I don't give no fucks the room moves for you like you're in charge here and I shit you not the best compliments I've ever received from fucking perfect strangers have come from those nights it's crazy oh
0: yeah for sure for sure yeah one yeah.
1: time I got told some guy walked up to me and whispered in my ear. He's like, you have the sexiest energy in this room. And I was like, yes, thank you. And then um, one time, the next time that I did it and like tried, like I really embodied it. <laughs> I was prop as there was these, this couple and they were both like very attractive, like clearly the most attractive people in this fucking divy pub. And she walked up to me and she's like, she's like you're totally my type like if I wasn't married to this guy over here I would have taken you home and then they kind of propositioned me for a threesome (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no I'm with my mom actually (laughs) I'm
0: just gonna tone this down a little bit
1: (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) and I was like woo and I was like damn though that was such a compliment because they were both like such babes like both of them like it was at a was a concert so they were just kind of like metal but like hot metal not like nerdy metal and I was like mm, yeah
0: my god that's hilarious
1: <laughs> yeah so I will not command that shit you might get proposition two or three so that's
0: what you're trying then go for it you know
1: <laughs> ah, what who doesn't mean? I'm sorry but who like yeah you're not maybe trying to do that but like who doesn't want that compliment like fuck come on mm-hmm.
0: that's an ego boost man
1: it's oh like- yeah I loved it I ate that shit up
0: As one does. Yeah. (laughs) Like. That's right. That's right. My God, I love it. I (laughs) feel like we totally got sidetracked.
1: But it it is part of like, I don't know, it kind of ties in though too, because it's like if you can't forgive yourself and you're constantly like, oh, I'm a loser and I'm not good enough and I'm this, well then yeah, you're gonna attract that. Yeah. Like you're gonna attract this kind of meek persona that as you as the wallflower and people don't like see your value because you're literally shrouding your aura in like shitty energy. Like, and I hate this saying, but like Randy and I have said it a million times, like fake it till you make it or fake it till you believe it. Like sometimes the healing happens when you just show up anyway and disprove your shitty beliefs about yourself by like manif like just fucking showing up as this confident person when maybe you aren't. But then you build confidence because you're like, well, fuck, that kind of worked out. Like, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. But I, I don't know. I kind of have this theory of you won't want to fake it if you didn't already have it in you.
1: Yeah. that's You know, true. like, I mean, so, yeah,
0: it's more of a just put yourself out and show up anyway.
1: Yeah, I would say that's,
0: that's to show up how her. you want to show up. Like, yeah. let's say you want to be like, oh, man, I want to be viewed as I don't know badass well you know what then show up as a badass get Mm -hmm. that intention of you know what i'm just gonna be me i'm gonna be badass and i'm gonna dress the part and i'm just gonna show up like that because that's how i really want to be that's how i feel i truly am and you just show up that way and the universe goes
1: okay yeah and like you have to give yourself credit like how many lives have you lived like all these characters are probably people that you've been like I had this conversation with a friend of mine and she's like, I don't know her. It was like the most badass thing she'd ever said. And I, she's very spiritual, but she doesn't talk about certain things. She's like, do you ever get fa- flashbacks of your past life? And I was like, from you? I'm like, well, of course I do. And she's like, I always get this flashback of like being this like indigenous woman who like lived off the land. And I just like did everything alone all the time. And it was so freeing. And I was like, I could like see her as she was saying that. And I was like, this is giving me a real Pocahontas vibes here. And she's like, and then Pocahontas was like my favorite movie since the time I was like a kid. And I'm like, of course, like those freaking characters and like personas that you're really drawn to are for a fucking reason, especially when you were a kid, you know? Yeah. You probably were that badass. You probably were that like nomad, you know, like just fucking embrace it.
0: Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like there's a reason that like kids are playing school and house you know you play make believe in your kids like oh let's play house let's play school let's play this and I was like let's play witches
1: yeah
0: and they're like of course of course yeah of course I did we used, <laughs> to, play- <laughs> like-
1: we used to play witches and uh Lord of the Rings all nice. the time nice yeah
0: I'll be an elf thank you
1: I know I always want to be an elf too
0: they're the coolest
1: they are they're such babes first of all second of all so graceful and filled with magic and like I'm like yeah bring it on
0: Mm -hmm. and just like that kind of like ancient wisdom it's like you can't touch me like that kind of like try me you know like (laughs) like I just I love the elves
1: yeah very powerful
0: Who is your favorite character in the book though
1: (laughs) in the book
0: or the movie it doesn't matter I guess
1: Okay for me the movies came out pretty early so I watched the movies first and then I read the books and clearly I was obsessed with Legolas. Of course you were. He's so, he was so hot but I was only into his character like not the actor mm-hmm. so it's like mm, yes. Some I never, got the, I
0: never got the whole Legolas thing. <sighs> I actually didn't care for his character. No
1: I liked him the best. mm And then I really loved like Samwise too, because he was just the best. He's so wholesome.
0: Yeah. I love Samwise, but my favorite, my absolute favorite character in the whole series was Pippin.
1: Okay. Pippin's a good time. That's so funny.
0: And like, I remember I read the books first Mm -hmm. because I was like, I got to read the books before the movie comes out. And there was a part in the book where it said something about Pippin closed his eyes forever. And I cried. I was so upset. <laughs> I was just like bawling my Oh eyes. my God. And then it turns out, you know, it was a fake out, but I was like, what? Yeah. I was devastated and cried and put the book away. I felt like, oh. you know, that friends episode where you had to put little women in the freezer. Joey had to mm-hmm. put little women in the freezer. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt about that book. I'm oh like, I just God. can't with you right now. I
1: can't. Yeah. I think I was yeah I was pretty young when the movies came out those books would have surpassed my comprehension of reading at the time but I read them after and yeah Pippin's good and then I also loved the are they the Ents? the trees yeah like you drown I love them and then do you ever remember one time you probably don't but one of our first like sessions together she's like do you know the Ents in Lord of the Rings she's like you have a weird tree guide like that and I was like
0: no wonder I fucking love this oh my god that's so funny I believe that though I probably said that yeah but yeah, time. no, I was 20 when those came out.
1: I think I was like, well, I would have been like 10
0: or 11 then. Yeah. Cause yeah, it w- they came out, I think in 2001.
1: Yeah. I, I was 11. 20. And don't judge me. I was a farm kid. We played make-believe till like, I was like 13. We didn't have TV and there was five people in my class. While some people are doing drugs and having sex. I was playing Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs> hey man, i <I'm> with <laughs> you. I'm with you yeah yeah That's so fun so fun I love it yeah good times good times yeah if I were gonna put you like in the lord of the rings though what would I actually where would I actually place you like don't even want to know <laughs> you'd either be a hobbit or an it yeah for sure I feel like
1: yeah I can see that
0: I think you'd be I, I actually think you'd be more of a hobbit because you know like your like adventure and you'd be more of like a Frodo or a Bilbo like that wanting to like go and yeah. explore and like
1: and they kind of have like childlike wonder they kind of just like love to play and have fun for sure I could yeah. see that
0: yeah I think I yeah I think you'd be a hobbit and like you Kayla would be a hobbit if I were gonna yeah. play you in anything
1: yeah yeah. I think I would have the most fun probably there. Like, I wa- a part of me really wants to be an elf, but I don't take myself that seriously usually, so I don't
0: think I yeah, I yeah, I can't see you as an elf, like legit. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be obsessed with them like the hobbits were, but I don't... Yeah, you would totally be a hobbit.
1: Yeah, I am pretty sure you're correct.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Love it
1: yeah good
0: times but picturing you with like big feet and
1: I know I'm like oh I don't look that cute in my mind's eye but right on actually you know what I think I've said that on the podcast before I had a fucking a past life memory and I lived in a tree like legitimately I thought I was a normal size and I think we could fly I think it was more like mm -hmm. I don't know if we had wings or not we had like spaceships like I don't know where we lived it's very bizarre but then you know what's crazy it's like I think I'm I don't know if I said this but my sister was listening to that podcast episode where I talked about that past life because it was definitely a real thing not just a dream yeah and my sister I never told her about it and she a- ended up miss- messaging me and she's like holy shit I've had that dream like that exact dream like I was obviously there and I was like what the fuck that's,
0: that's awesome yeah I love that <laughs> fuck so crazy
1: But I can't tell what we were because I don't think I don't think we would have been fairies because we couldn't fly like there was like machinery like there was like cars and like Uh well what seemed like cars that could like
0: hover Hmm. interesting I
1: know and you're kind of like was that on earth or no like it kind of felt like earth to me and it's like is that happening inside of trees and we just don't know about it like what the fuck (laughs) I
0: don't know man that's weird super weird
1: And she remembered the exact scene, like all there was this crisis or this, I seen a fire like I'm guessing it was like lightning or a forest fire and we all had to just like evacuate immediately and there was just definitely like pure mayhem and like, like pods or something that we had to exit on like it wasn't like we could just run. It was bizarre and she's like yeah, there was chaos, everybody was fleeing and there was like spaceships that we left on and I was like what the
0: fuck like that's bizarre. (laughs) It's I love so it. bizarre. Yeah. So crazy. So crazy.
1: Yeah. So anyway, don't discredit the character that you could be and just give yourself some fucking confidence and credit for like how far you've come. And we are changing literally at cellular level. So like, ooh, if who you thought you wanted to be isn't who you are anymore, that's also normal. Bring it on. Shift gears.
0: Shift. Change throw it up, shake it, shake it up. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Shake it up. Yep. Times. Yeah. And you, you know what, as difficult as it is, it's okay to just forgive yourself, you know, give yourself permission. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sweet. Well, do you have anything to add? Uh, I don't think so, but it just feels
1: like we are moving out of who we once were into who we will become, but we're getting stuck in the process because we are being just way too hard on ourselves. So, and I, I think we're also like attached to how people perceive us and how we upheld our family members or our children or our partners or whatever. And we can't seem to fully just let ourselves move. And it's like, just give yourself permission to like be all that you can be and like take on that new persona and just, just let it move because show up as it is, you know, we talked about Randy's breakdown. It's like, the more you resist, eventually it slams you in the face. And it's like no more of this. And you have those, shitty profound moments you know they're profound but they're still painful so let it move let it move consciously instead of letting you know jesus take the wheel so to speak and destroy it for you in a different way
0: (laughs) that's right and you know kayla you'll you'll attest to this try not to resist just no resistance just let it happen
1: yeah the resistance has been painful and it just fuels a narrative of like that it has to be bad. And oh. when Randy has just said to us that that's something she's grateful for every fucking day. Every so fucking day. When you resist, you are literally laying the foundation that your growth and evolution is inherently bad. And it can be the most beautiful fucking
0: thing that's ever happened to you. So just yes. stop. <laughs> easier yes. said than done. But It is easier said than done. But you know what? It just comes down to choice. Yeah. Just choose to show up how you want to show up the rules there are no rules exactly all right thanks for joining us on this short and sweet episode i feel like there was a lot said in a very short amount of time yeah we really just nosedived into that yeah we were like no pussyfooting around let's get her done <laughs> yeah yeah thank you so much for being here with us this week and uh we appreciate you and you are so ready for this so hmm. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.